Shalom, everyone. This is Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitley, minister, but not your conventional minister, welcoming in this season of joy. I am glad to be here with you, and I have some words to share with you. So have a wonderful time this time of year. Shalom. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. I know I am a perpetual learner and will remain that for as long as I live and stay in my right mind. Tonight, I am going to keep it light. I will have compassion for the mood or state of mind that many people experience through this season of joy. I ask God what is appropriate to talk about during this season of life and share. It's really a sensitive time of year. Surely it's not all about cheer or even life. However, at the same time, it is. As many living souls are leaving this life by many different means, there are an equal amount or maybe even more living souls that are entering this sphere of life. So what do we make of it? There are so many ways I can go with this talk tonight. I'm directed to talk about this joyful season when I was a child. It was magical because I had just been introduced to life, to the world. I had no responsibilities and was only receiving gifts from the adults around me. My parents brought me a gift every year and I had a beautiful uncle, Uncle Moses, whom I was in love with, that bought me a pink mohair coat. I was always into fashion. I can say I thoroughly enjoyed Christmas until around age 10. Although we were considered poor by American standards, we were happy. We were happy because my father played Christmas music on what I believed was a piano. He played music also on the 45 and 33 record players or phonographs every day during the season. He would ask us to come and sing with him. I loved to sing and dance, so I sang every song and they became favorites of mine. My father was in the service and my mom would always um, miss him, so she would play this song called Bells Would Be Ringing That's Sad, sad news. Come on for Christmas was what it was with all her heart because she really, really missed him. This song is a favorite of mine until today and when I hear it, I sing it with all my heart. It's as though it is playing in my heart every time I hear it. So many times he was not able to be there because he was on active duty. But when he was, at night when it was time for bed, he would close our bedroom doors where three girls slept and then the other room were my two brothers, and he banged on the door, disguising his voice and pretending to be Santa Claus. Close your eyes and go to sleep, or you will not get any presents in the morning. <laughs> ho, ho, ho! It seemed like every year my sisters and I would get a doll that was as tall as we were, with combs and brushes, and we would comb the doll's hair and play with the toy dishes we had gotten. We were genuinely happy and thankful. It was truly a wonderful time of year until we became older and realized that our parents were Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus. 
at about age 12 and on, we were able to stay outside the project front yard on Christmas Eve as our parents prepared our wonderful Christmas meals for their next day. It was fun hanging out with our friends whose parents let them be outside also. There were a few of us that couldn't come outside. On December, on December 31st, the older teenagers would gather all the real trees the neighbors had thrown out in the neighborhood and they would pile them in the center of the yard and set fire to them. They would set the fire to the trees and it would cause a huge fire. That brought us joy. Everybody was in their windows, they were looking out, the cops didn't bother us. We all knew each other, so there was a lot of love on that evening. It truly was a wonderful time of year. We were fortunate because we lived in projects that only went up to the third floor. So we were able to see our parents from outside, and they occasionally came to the window to make sure that we didn't stray too far. And then we became young adults with children of our own. And the struggle began. Living alone, out in the world at 19, pretending I was grown with a child and literally not having enough money to buy gifts for my child broke my heart. And it was as though I had to beg his young father for gifts for his own child. We were both too young. What was I thinking? What were we thinking? Somehow things always worked out though. Usually it was his parents that brought gifts over or invited us over to their house so that my son could receive gifts on their behalf. And then I matured again. And as I investigated life and religious origins, I left my family traditions behind because it all seemed like a lie. I became serious about life as all the fun left. Although the deepest part of me, although the deepest, deepest part of me had fond memories of past family joys. In truth, trying to erase it was like hiding, covering up joyful memories that had become ingrained, have become ingrained in my subconscious. So here I am, 60 years later, so thankful for life and increasing health because there is a definite change, not positive, in physical sensations within my body that was not present as a youth. Absent are the beautiful parents that raised me and whom I miss so dearly at times. Deceits now are one of my brothers and one of my sisters, Bryant and Thomasina, that were younger than I. There were six of us all together. There are times when the memory and thought of them break my heart and I become sad. Gone now is the beautiful husband with whom our every move became so serious. After all, he was a priest in the Hebrew-Israelite religion, and I was the wife of a priest. Life. Life. Yet despite the seriousness and despite the deaths, I am still thankful. It's okay to remember those that once were with us. If sad feelings arise, it may be an unpleasant experience or even painful because we never really understand life and then death. We try to make meaning of the phenomenon and I believe that is where the hardship comes in. It's been centuries 
And the wisest people in the world are still trying to explain or make meaning of life, life and death. It is even left on record in holy books because it is an age-old question. As we continue as living souls, it's okay to feel sad as these beautiful living souls leave and we seem to be left behind. It's truly okay to reflect and feel and even talk about the past and those that have gone on. Life is still good. In fact, what I'm beginning to understand right now is that it is time to not be so serious about life. It is time to return to freedom and innocence. It felt so much better then. It is time to return to the place and naiveness of a child. Even when it comes to understanding things, there might be some meaning to the many Bible verses that speak about children in the Bible and why the children of Israel play such an important role in the biblical story. Yeah, I think we might have to come back like children in our hearts. I say peace and shalom. Thank you for listening. I hope this talk has allowed you to look back and find joyful childhood memories. And I hope that it allows you to not take life so seriously and begin to enjoy life wherever you are in life right now. Shalom until next time.